1: live hey can you hear me? yes, good I'm, I'm gonna try to put my uh i'm gonna put my headset on because I know that we can hear better and have a better can you hear me now yeah, I can hear oh, you. good, good, perfect, okay, yeah, I don't know what happened i was don't know I don't know either,
0: I don't know either but, but I was traveling a lot yesterday, and um I know like the last phone call i had i was also having trouble um okay and so i just turned my phone off and turned it back on so i don't know sometimes
1: that helps well i called you exactly at 10 you know how punctual i am i love i love doing that and uh so i called you and you know what was going on my phone was not actually ringing so there was
0: something on my side
1: but i have to tell
0: you technology once in a while this
1: happens it's just you know
0: <laughs> Yeah, I can't get too worked up about it, but it's always puzzling like, okay, why, you know, why was it not working 5 minutes ago and now it's working, but whatever, at least it's working.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the thing. That sometimes it's like, what what do you mean? Like what I'm not doing anything different than I did a minute ago. That's crazy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well,
0: wow. it gave me a minute to make my bulletproof coffee anyway. <laughs> oh, good for you. Good for you. (laughs)
1: So there Um, you are. And now
0: I have to put you on hold really quick, just for one second. Sorry.
1: Sure. Um, sorry about
0: that. No there's somebody coming to put a uh, water treatment um, thing in my house today, and I couldn't – I didn't put it in my calendar, and so I couldn't remember exactly what time they were coming. Um, but I was thinking it was 10 o'clock my time, so we'd be okay. Um, anyway, so I didn't know if the number that was calling me was saying, hey, I'm on my way or <laughs> or what. Right. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So tell me uh, – that's Carla. As
1: always, with successes, what has been going on?
0: Well, I've been super busy with uh, my day job, um, so I feel I feel somewhat scattered, you know, in the coaching role. And I just got home late last night. I had a bunch of flight delays, so I'm starting off a little bit frazzled today. But um, oh my God, I got to wake up. Um, so I'm hoping that I'm home for a week, and then I start like seven days of some fun, but then and then a pretty intense uh, work week. Um, so I'm going to try to dial in again. But I guess I would say, let's see. I mean, I've had lots of successes, but um, you know, I've gotten all unpacked and I'm settled in my house, and and I think you know I had some really good feedback from my current boss, which it's always hard to, like, really know how to feel about that because I don't personally have a lot of respect for her. But I guess it's always nice to just know that somebody thinks you're doing a good job, you know, so. um, Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah, and I'm kind of trying to, I mean, I think think she has a pretty – significant drinking problem
1: and
0: uh, Ah. so we were together this week and uh, you know she just like she has a good heart and so it's like I shouldn't I shouldn't judge her unfairly I think she has a disease you know and um, she has a really good heart and I think she really wants to do the best by people but because of her drinking um, she's really high low you know yeah and you never know what what her mood's gonna be like, but you know, and growing up with alcoholism in my home I tend to get anxious around that because I don't like the um oh gosh, what's gonna come next, you know thing uh,
1: absolutely yeah
0: yeah but then but then, on the counter side of it, it's like I prepare myself, you know, she got like really drunk Wednesday night, and So I prepared myself yesterday that she'd be real grouchy and short and, you know, we're in a meeting with, like, 15 people and she's, you know, kind of just hunched over in the corner and not communicating a lot because she doesn't feel good, right? Of
1: course, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. So, yeah, but it's like, it's it's interesting because it's almost like the setting is the, what if you, these were an opportunity for you to resolve or to heal something from your life, right, given that you grew up with with that in your life and the unpredictability and the ups and downs and everything, um, what is it calling on you to do? Um, I
0: don't know. Um, You know, maybe... I mean, I guess in one aspect it, it kind of you know, I think about it sometimes that I don't I don't feel that I have bitterness about, you know, my mom's alcoholism. Um I mean I know I do at moments, but I don't think overall in general I have bitterness about it. Um, and you know, and I have said many times, well, you know, yeah, she wasn't the best mom but Maybe the person I am today, and I can come deal with stuff because it's not anything compared to what we dealt with when we were growing up, you know. And, right. um, you know, it could be empathy, maybe, because I tend to be pretty judgmental against. It's like it's like I know in my logical mind that it's a disease, but I'm probably pretty not probably I'm pretty judgmental. Like yeah. get you know get your shit together, and <laughs> you know like I, I I I battle with that a lot. You know, like understanding in my logical mind that it's a disease, but also feeling like you're a grown person. Why can you not get control of this? You know, yeah. and that and I would say that's probably a problem in all areas of my life um, mm. that I don't necessarily have. I, don't know. I might portray surface empathy, but I don't know how deep it goes because part of me also thinks, well, you could change that if you really wanted to, mm. like down in my core, you know I think yeah. that.
1: <laughs> okay
0: and i and and I think you know that and I've definitely had discussions with my counselor before about even if I apply that to my personal self, that's why I'm hard on myself. Because right
1: exactly exactly so
0: i wanted to you know if i wanted to work hard enough at it
1: yes now this this is really really powerful michaela and i'm um so i used to uh, let's start tapping together even just through the okay. points because see what happens is that that high standard that you have it makes it's it bullets Uh, like everything it has a light and a shadow right and in its light it is what has allowed you to excel to have a wonderful job it continues to help you be an awesome coach and really help you know the people around you and you know so there's there's an amazing amount of positive that comes from that quality um and I think that you see that right can you see and value that
0: part oh yeah I can see that yeah.
1: Yeah, because it you know pushes you forward. You're really you know uh, you can be. I don't know if it's quite. I don't. Know, I don't know if the the word ambitious, but it's like you know you're always interested in in bettering yourself, improving, evolving, developing, which is growing, which is fabulous. On the yeah. other hand, the shadow of that quality. See, um, I do. I, I'm going to need to do a, a talk. I, I have to take notes of what is it I need to to do little trainings on because. Um, I don't know if I talked with you about the profiles. But anyway, did I mention something? You know, oh, yeah, we did talk about it. Of course we did. Remember the whole, yeah, 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 yeah. So the the shadow of a knowledgeable achiever is that it can be like they're always striving and never arriving, which is a sense of that there's always more. So it's hard to just relax and enjoy because there's always so much more that you could be doing. There's always so so, so much, it could be so much better. Right? So, and instead of just saying, wow, let's really focus on what, how far you have come. Everything that you're doing, it's amazing. Um, and it's interesting that you got kudos from your boss, but I'm curious if there's a part of you that doesn't quite value those kudos because of the judgment you have over her.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Okay, yeah, you know, like, oh, it's easy to get kudos from a freaking alcoholic whose life is an absolute disaster, you know, like yeah, I hope i look I hope I look like I have my stuff together compared to her, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so
1: so that that's two things on one hand, you're totally judging her, but you're also judging yourself because in a in a in a way, you're saying. Well, you know, those kudos that you know her saying that I'm doing things right, it's worth rubbish because of who it's coming from.
0: Right. Yeah, so. and it's like, um, but you know, it's interesting. Um, Go too far down the path, but so there's this other there's this other gentleman that I work with, and so I was at my corporate office this week, and we had a two day meeting, and this happens once every once every quarter. And the meetings haven't, like, we haven't really seen the people, those of us that came from the other company with the acquisition, we haven't really seen a lot of value in these meetings. They're really unprepared. They don't have a lot of, like, content to the meetings. They don't drill down to what we think the real problems are. But we've been super hesitant to um, speak our mind because we've gotten a lot of backlash. Like, there's been a lot of, um, uh what feels like hostility towards us, um, because of the owner doesn't, I think, necessarily feel that he made a good decision in this acquisition anymore. And right. So now we're, we're a constant reminder of that,
1: mm. and
0: it is how I perceive it. I mean, that's my opinion. And um, and they've been getting a little bit better, but I really feel like they've only been getting better because, like, one of my coworkers has been driving the preparedness process, you know, a little bit more. But they won't let really myself or the other sales manager that came from the other company be a part of it. And so often, well, the last two times, three times, we go to this meeting knowing that we're going to have to speak, but we have no idea what we have to speak about, and we have no time to prepare for it. Because so it's,
1: it's, there's no, no
0: structure, no indication, nothing? Right, nothing, like nothing. Like we know it will be about one of our accounts, but we don't know what the questions will be about, and we don't know like what the topic will be about, but yet we're supposed to just speak on it. And, and we always feel like the people that are internal get an agenda and they get time to prepare, and we don't ever receive the agenda. And we get cut out a lot. And it's like, well, you weren't here. And I'm like, well, I mean, there are emails, there's text messages, and there's phones. so there, And there's Skype, and there's, you know, go to meeting. I mean, there's Dropbox. I said there's 5,000 different ways that you could communicate this to me. So that's not really an experience.
1: Yeah, that, right.
0: So anyway, so you go into this feeling kind of like on guard, you know, because, mm. you, don't, because you feel like they're going to put you on the spot. Well, I had this sales manager who I had kind of a weird, the very first time he and I met, we had a really weird conversation where he chastised me. We were sitting outside at a restaurant, and he's like 38. Um, And he chastised me because I said the word piss, and there was a 12-year-old girl sitting like four tables away from us. Wow. And he, like, tapped me on the hand and said, you might want to watch your language since there's children out here. And it totally was off-putting to me. And, I, you know, and I was just like, uh, what? You know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and, I
0: got, and I got really been out of shape about it. But, you know, then I, I did tap on it. I'm like, okay, like, you got to let go of this. You got to just. Did you know, say I anything replied. to him,
1: or were you too shocked to re- to reply?
0: I was kind of too shocked. Yeah. Um, and then he gave me some other feedback that was super negative. And then I had a conversation with him about it that, I, you know, I think, I think you think that your heart is in the right place, but you're not really doing anything to, like, help me build my relationships internally. So thank you for the feedback, but I don't really, like, Want any more from you, um, wow. because he said he he texted me in the middle of a meeting when I was on the phone, of course, and he's there, so, and he said that, and I know I'm a big talker, I mean, I know that I've been that way my whole life, and um I, you know, I accept that about myself, and he texted me and he said, Hey, I think your update was good." But maybe you need to cut it in half. There were people holding guns to the side of their head in the meeting when you were talking.
1: And you're like, and I, okay.
0: And I'm like, uh, okay. And I, you know, and then what I'm also thinking is, three of my bosses are in the room, and if they let that go on, that makes me mad. Right. That's just, that's disrespectful, and I don't care if I'm on the phone or wherever I'm at they They shouldn't allow that to happen if it really happens. I mean, I don't understand why he would say that if it didn't happen, but it makes me mad if it yes. didn't happen and i yes. haven't I haven't addressed it with my bosses yet because I've been thinking that well, I'll wait till I have a review and then I'll bring it up um, but I just said, you know i I appreciate your feedback, and I will definitely take that into consideration. I don't feel like I spoke any longer or any shorter than anybody else did. I conveyed the information that needed to be communicated. And, you know, with regard to the other feedback, please just, you know, probably just don't share that with me anymore because I can't, I can't take that. Like, that stresses me out, and there's nothing I can do about it, so I just prefer not to hear about it.
1: Good. Yes. and how so much of that is actually? I mean, was he before or after your your boss actually was telling you how what, how good a job you're doing?
0: So this was way before. This is several months ago. But the thing that was crazy was that so he he comes up to me at like a break, and he says, um, "Hey, could you and I talk for a few minutes? Um, not work related." Um, you know, when, when you get a chance. And I was like, um, sure. But I was immediately kind of like on guard, you know, because of him. Yeah. And right. so, you know, after the meeting was over the first day, I, we always have, you know, company dinners. And when we all come in, and I said, Are you going to go to the dinner? And he said, No. And I said, Oh, okay. Well, do you want to take 10 minutes before we leave and have, you know, your conversation? And he said, Sure. So anyway, long longer story shorter. He started asking me advice on his personal life, like on his relationship with his girlfriend, and asked me if I could help him. Wow! And it
1: just blew my mind. So there's something about him. that, now, what does he bring up to you? Is this confusing? Right, it's confusing, it's shocking, it's negative. It's like he's he's kind of an an odd an odd bird.
0: Right. Yeah. So he says that you know, remember when? Because I so the first time I went to dinner with him is when he addressed you know that he thought my language was inappropriate, and yeah. then but a guy that I work with you know for my company had said nice things about him, and I really respect him a lot, and so I was like, okay, well maybe I need to put that aside and like, have another encounter with him and try to see the things that Kirk sees in him because I love Kirk. We've worked together for 15 years, and I super respect him, you know, and I respect his opinion, and so if he says that he sees something good in this person, then I'm going to try to, like, put my initial judgment aside and see what he sees. Right. So we went to dinner again, just the two of us, and... And, he, and and I tried to keep it more personal, not work-related, and, you know, he was just telling me about hey, how he had started dating this lady and that everything was going really good, and then that was kind of, you know, our last real personal conversation that we've had, and now fast forward like four months, four or five months, and he's like, remember that lady that I was telling you about? Yes. Well, you know, it's kind of like we went on two dates, and then boom, we were just in a relationship, and now we're getting ready to go on vacation together, and you know, she's making all these comments but she doesn't really clearly understand how I feel about her and I feel like I really need to step it up and I just thought maybe you might be able to give me some pointers. And yeah. I and it was very interesting to me that what I feel has been just negativity coming from him. He singles me out and I'm like, Okay, why did you single me out? And then B um And then I just kind of thought it was funny because it's like, okay, I have two failed marriages and two failed long-term relationships, so I'm not really sure I'm the person that you should be asking. So, what what does he bring up to you for
1: you? What did I say?
0: He brought up like he just brought up that she felt like she wasn't getting. Enough from him, or that he was no, 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 no.
1: I'm talking. No, I'm talking about you. Like you personally. Oh, we, what happens for you with him? Because you know, what is it? Um, is it, how is this affecting you? That you would like to focus their session on him. That's my question. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah.
0: So I, I just thought it was interesting that he singled me out, and I, you know, I've had other people, um. I've had other people talk to me about, like, oh, you're really easy to talk to. And Mm -hmm. I think that is definitely something that, you know, I would say gave me the courage to, like, try the coaching thing as well. Um, But to circle all that back around to our initial conversation, and I know that we've talked previously in a past uh, conversation about you know, that I really flow easily from group to group, but I don't get really deeply immersed in any group.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I guess, I guess that's kind of where I'm feeling right now. Like I feel like my one coaching relationship is kind of, I mean, we're only like six weeks into it or seven weeks into it, and I feel it's kind of a little bit stagnant. And I don't know if it's because she's having a struggle with focusing or if I'm having a struggle focusing, um, or I'm not, or I'm not pulling, not pulling like a deeper level out of her, and is that because <clears throat> I struggle to go to a deeper level? Okay.
1: Um, okay. So then, that that this is actually that this is what is going on. So there's there's something that okay one of the pieces that and this is actually really connected with the video that I posted. Did you see the video about the check for number 1 and 2?
0: I I saw that you posted it but I didn't have a chance to watch it yet. Okay.
1: It very, is very short actually, but the reason that I I talked about that and I'm going to start talking more about that is that because of having a challenging a up, challenging upbringing, Michaela, you 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 know like and you went into survival, and you know, in order to survive a difficult situation, we always just you know we develop different skills. And my sense is that the skills that you develop, especially given who you are and everything, is to function more on the higher on the higher chakras, which means you you know you look you use your intellect, your you know you reason a lot, you're very you connect from that place, you're very you're very very smart, you. Dev- So, you develop what I would call, like, you know, not what what I would call, but what they are, the higher chakras, right? You're more of your mental and more of your, like, voice, and how is that connected? But my sense is that going into the lower chakras, which is more about the feeling, it's messy. You know, the first and lower chakras are about safety, security, and feelings, like pure, raw feelings, when you're feeling really sad or really angry or feeling uh, scared or ashamed, all those are actually living in the second chakra, and what ha- together with happiness, of course, you know, feeling glad. And um, But if feeling our feelings is challenging because we're scared that it's going to be too much or we just don't like doing it, that is when we're going to be more superficial in our connections. Does that make sense? hmm So what is happening for you that is, are you being cold? Do you feel like a calling into like going a little deeper yourself? I mean, this is an invitation. That's why, you know, look, we spent half an hour and I was thinking, okay, why are we talking so much about his, this guy? You know, what is going oh, on for okay. you? Right.
0: Takes me a long
1: time to get around to, I guess, what it is. That, that's alright. It's totally yeah. okay. There's, I
0: I have no judgment at all.
1: But I just, I'm curious. I'm like, okay, why, What's going? What's really going on? And I think that, and it's also fascinating. I think this is wonderful. Looking like it as you you know as you get and you you're still tapping. I hope. Mhm. Okay. So I'm about gonna, to take the
0: notes, but yeah, I'm tapping again now. <laughs> wonderful, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Take notes. Remember that all of these is recorded, right? So, uh,
1: yeah, you can definitely take notes, but listening again might be a good idea. And um, just tap in as you tap. Close your eyes and notice the brilliance of your heart, your heart and your solar plexus, which is both at the core of your being that brought up. Two different issues: one is your boss who had the same issue as your mom, and even though an, in an intellectual way in a at a higher you know taking the high road, you understand that you can be empathic and compassionate and so on, the truth is it affected you greatly to live and to be in that household with a mother like that, and to honor that that is true. And it's interesting that that came up, and then this guy who's asking for your advice, and yet it's very confusing. Almost a little bit, and he's being imp- unpredictable, just like a, you know, an alcoholic person. One day he's being critical and chast- you know, chastising you; the following day he's asking for your advice. It's like, what, what the heck? Where are you standing, man? Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like. Yeah. So at a deep level, I'm curious if what's happening is that there's a part of you that is wanting more depth and deeper healing. So you can actually help your clients as you move forward because it's not, you know, listening is wonderful and it's like, what, you know, what level, what, how, how curious could you be about what is going on underneath whatever situation might be happening? You know, underneath whatever may look like a symptom, like distraction or lack of focus. What is at the core? What is going on? So take a deep breath and just connect with your body and notice what is going on, especially in your solar plexus and your lower abdomen. What is happening?
0: I mean, it's definitely like a tightness.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and, um, I mean, I guess the first two words that popped up in my mind when I like closed my eyes and took two deep breaths, um, I I saw the words insecurity and loneliness.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So as you tap, it's like, okay, good. So. Uh, The truth is that at my core, I'm feeling lonely. I'm feeling sad. The truth is that I'm feeling lonely and I'm feeling sad. And there's a part of me that is questioning, how deep can I go? And there's
0: a part of me that's questioning, how deep can I go?
1: How safe is it to feel my feelings?
0: How safe is it to feel my feelings?
1: The truth is that I am sad and lonely.
0: The truth is that I am sad and I am lonely. And
1: I feel a little insecure about my coaching.
0: And I feel a little
1: insecure about my coaching. I can really help people. I do believe I can really help people. And yet I struggle with the level of depth that I can go to.
0: Yeah, I struggle with, I didn't hear that part say it again.
1: That's all right, with the the level of depth that I can go
0: into. I struggle with the level of depth that I can go to.
1: Because I I struggle with my own feelings. Because I struggle with
0: my own feelings.
1: And feeling comfortable about being lonely and insecure at times. Mm
0: Okay uncomfortable about my level of loneliness and insecurity at times.
1: So I keep myself extra busy. Uh-huh. Keep myself extra busy. Always trying to do better. Always trying to do better. And that has
0: worked for me. And it has worked for me.
1: To a certain degree.
0: To a certain degree.
1: But there's parts of me that are not fully healed.
0: There are parts of me that are not fully healed.
1: And I still struggle with my loneliness
0: at times. And I still struggle with my loneliness at times.
1: Ah, My mind is my refuge. My mind is my refuge. And I really honor my mind for it. I really
0: honor my mind for it.
1: It has been extremely helpful.
0: It has been extremely helpful.
1: But the truth is, it's not who I am. But the
0: truth is, it is not who I am.
1: Take a deep breath. Blow it out. Check in again. Take your time to notice what has changed or what is present.
0: Hmm. I feel tingly all of a sudden.
1: Yeah, so the energy moving, that's great. Yeah. Allow that to just as you keep on tapping, allow that to just that energy to move and share with you whatever information you need to receive. Is it okay that sometimes you experience sadness or loneliness?
0: Are you asking me or are you asking me to say that? <laughs> well, either either and both. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, I don't let myself do that very often, but yeah, yeah. is it okay if I allow myself to feel loneliness and sadness? <sighs> I feel like when I go there that I don't like, I don't, like, get off the pity pot, you know, and mm-hmm. do something about it, you know, and I get, and then I get kind of in a spiral of fear a little bit, and I don't like to go there, so, you know, I get up, and I get busy, I go do something to try to get myself through that moment. Yeah. And because I don't like how I yeah. feel if I spend
1: too much time there. Yeah. And tell me, can you tell me how much too much time it would be? Is too much time two hours or ten minutes? Oh,
0: no, ten minutes. (laughs) (laughs) That was my suspicion. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay, Okay, great. Good. So tapping through the points together with me. I hate feeling sad.
0: I hate
1: feeling sad. I hate feeling lonely.
0: I hate feeling lonely.
1: And I know that if I start getting busy... And I know that if I start getting busy... It goes away. It goes away. I am fabulous at distracting myself. (laughs) I am a superstar
0: at distracting myself.
1: (laughs) But it makes me feel good because then I get productive.
0: It does make me feel good because it's productive. And so I say... You know, I'm not hurting anyone, and look how much I got done.
1: Exactly. Look, I mean, come on. Instead of what's, you know, why would I ever choose to be sad and experience those feelings? Why would I ever choose to be sad and
0: experience those feelings?
1: When I could be moving and being productive. When I could be moving and being productive. there's, There's no choice there for me. There's no choice there for me. That's, yeah yeah I would definitely rather be productive any day
0: any day, yeah any day I would rather be productive than
1: yeah than just
0: Yeah, wallowing, wallowing in my self pity and being sad for myself and yeah i so you know one thing that I want to say here is that I always feel like the feedback that people give me and it feels genuine. Is that you're such a great person, and I so I so love hanging out with you, and uh, you know you're so sweet, and you're so this, and you know I mean people always say really nice things about me, and and I try to be super thoughtful, and I try to like even if I even if I got so caught up in my head and I missed parts of the conversation, I try to be really good at, and maybe that's a coping mechanism where it appears that I've gone deep, but I haven't really gone deep, to remember two or three really important things about what that person said, and mm-hmm. then to, like, you know, like, if they said they had an interview on Tuesday, I send them a text message Tuesday morning, and I say, I'm and, and it's genuine. I really do do it, you know. Like, I yeah. said a prayer for your interview today. You're going to, you know, you're going to rock. And... I'm just sending positive energy your way. You know, and I do that kind of stuff. And and it makes me feel good, but yet in these moments of loneliness, I feel like I have no one.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been a really great team player. I've
0: been a really great team player.
1: And I really, I really like and enjoy connecting with people. And I really like and enjoy connecting with people. Supporting them and giving them positive messages. Supporting them and giving them positive messages. But there's a part of me that feels that I sometimes stretch myself too much. There's a part of me that feels that I sometimes stretch myself too much. And I keep on giving anyway,
0: but I keep on giving anyway,
1: and then I start resenting it a bit.
0: And then I start resenting it a bit because they're not as attentive with me as I am with them. They're not as attentive with me as I am with them, or I feel like the relationship is super surface. Well, like, it's it,
1: they the the relationship is too surface. You said,
0: or yeah, is it just. Yeah, like I, I mean, I support a lot of people, but I specifically really support people that I would love to have a deeper relationship with,
1: Mm. but but I feel
0: like it only goes so deep, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and so I always struggle with, is it me that thinks that, that they wouldn't be there for me, or is it really that they wouldn't be there for me? You know, like mm. like maybe, if you ask them, they'd be like, "Oh my gosh, I'd do anything for that girl, you know, and they would genuinely mean it, and so is it something within me that I don't feel that I can trust them or I can really, truly like call on them if I was in need for some reason um and so is it is it me not letting them in, you know even though ah that's,
1: uh, that's it, that's it, yeah.
0: That's what I say that I want, you know, so. Because I yeah. think it could be partly that, too.
1: So you're yeah. you're keeping it superficial.
0: Yeah, like I say I want deeper, but yet I'm still the one that's keeping it superficial. I don't think consciously. I think it's subconsciously. Of
1: course, of course, yeah. of course. So, okay, yes. Ah, the truth is that though I would like a deeper connection
0: truth is is that although I'd like a deeper connection there's
1: a part of me that is really scared of trusting
0: there's a part of me that is really scared of trusting what if I
1: really trust and what if I really trust and rely on someone and rely on someone and then they're not there and then they're not there it has happened to me before happened to me a lot before so what would I trust now so why would I trust now? That's not safe. That's not safe. Keeping things superficial is the best way. Oh, the Keeping things superficial is the best way. And yet, there's times where I feel lonely. Yet there are times that I feel very lonely. And I question myself. And I question myself. I feel insecure. I feel insecure. And I wonder if there's something wrong with me.
0: And I wonder if there's something wrong with
1: me. Because there's a lot
0: of people in my life. Because there's a lot of people in my life.
1: And yet I don't feel truly connected with them.
0: And yet I don't feel truly connected with them.
1: Take a deep breath. Blow it out. That is what is happening. And you're going to keep on tapping. It's really not safe to trust. really not safe to trust. I have been let down so many times.
0: I have been let down
1: so many times. I've learned not to trust.
0: I've really learned not to trust. I
1: can only trust myself.
0: I've learned to be suspicious and think that I can only trust myself.
1: Yeah. If I get things done on my own, then I don't have to trust anybody.
0: If I just get things done on my own, then I don't have to trust anybody. I don't have to count on anybody. I don't have to count on anybody. And And I don't have to be disappointed by anybody but myself.
1: Say that one again, please.
0: I don't have to be disappointed by anybody but myself.
1: Yes, exactly. And I can get
0: disappointed very easily. And I can get disappointed very easily.
1: Because people rarely live up to my expectations. <laughs> That's so true. And I hate that about myself. <laughs> That's all right. But it's very important to voice it. I rare, People rarely live up to my expectations.
0: People rarely live up
1: to my expectations. I don't know what's wrong with people sometimes.
0: I really don't know what's wrong with people sometimes.
1: They cannot really just, what would you say, raise their bar, do their best. They're just always
0: lazy. Yeah, I just feel like people are so lazy and they complain too much and they never live up to, they just never try to strive harder. They just are so complacent and it drives me yeah. crazy.
1: Yeah. But I, I actually do not like that about people.
0: I do not like that about people.
1: I know for a fact that I will be
0: disappointed. I usually know for a fact that I'll be disappointed. Why would I set myself up? Why would I set myself up for disappointment?
1: Yeah. I actually honor my desire to keep things superficial.
0: I actually honor my desire to keep things superficial.
1: It's a very good way of keeping
0: myself safe. It's a very good way of keeping myself safe.
1: I can only rely on myself.
0: I can only rely on myself.
1: Because then things are under control.
0: Then no, I know things are under control.
1: Take a breath, slow it out. But these isolating actually makes me feel lonely.
0: It's isolating really makes me feel lonely.
1: Because keeping keeping people, you know, at hand. What do you call it? At arm's length.
0: keep you keeping people like at arm's length.
1: On one hand, I'm free of disappointment.
0: On one hand, I'm free of disappointment.
1: But I'm also free of connection and caring and appreciation.
0: But I'm also free of connection and caring and appreciation.
1: Yeah, and a deeper level of connection that is satisfying.
0: A deeper level of connection that is satisfying.
1: Do you see that, Michaela?
0: Yeah, I see it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, not sure what to do about it, but I see it.
1: (laughs) Well, Um, by by voicing it, while what's what is going on? Okay, so close your eyes and keep on tapping. Just repeat after me. What if it were possible?
0: What say that again?
1: What if it were possible?
0: Oh, what if it were possible?
1: For me to connect at a deeper level. For me to connect at a deeper level. Really feel that I'm truly connected with someone. Really feel like I'm truly connected
0: with someone.
1: Sharing something important about myself. Sharing something important
0: about myself.
1: Can you remember the last time you felt that with someone or anyone? Um... Your sister, maybe? or
0: uh, I don't know. Maybe with my girl? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't... Uh, yeah, I don't
1: know. <laughs> when was the last time that you were really vulnerable with someone? Did you just share something that was, you know, really, you know, close to your heart? Maybe after your breakup, that you felt...
0: Yeah, I mean, probably after my... I mean, with my sister Michelle, for sure. Like, her and my mom, I can be, like, 100% transparent with them because I know that they love me unconditionally. I never feel judged by them, you know? So Uh with them, for sure. Um, Yeah. I mean, the last thing that pops up into my head where, like, when you just said that was, you know, when I tried to sit my boyfriend down and tell him, how I was feeling about our relationship, and that I had been keeping it to myself, um, and I had to let it out because I knew it was hurting our relationship because I was holding it in. Right. And then, and then everything that I'm capping about today is exactly what happened. I mean, he he just like turned on me and like unleashed on me, and and I ran away because of it. You know, yeah. I just was like, that's no, that's mm. it. Yeah. And, you know, and I literally like half a bag left.
1: Yeah. And after that, it makes so much sense that you would not want to do that. Yeah. Okay. So, one of the things that we have to do, and we don't have a lot of time today, but uh, we're going to start doing these. After, what what's his name? Uh, his name is David. David. Okay. So, after David turned on me,
0: after David turned on me,
1: I made a subconscious
0: vow. I made an unself- a self-conscious vow. To not open up to people. To not open up to people.
1: I hadn't been really open with him during our relationship.
0: I hadn't been
1: completely open with him during our relationship. And it was not satisfying for me. And it was not satisfying for me. But when I finally had the courage to open up And when I finally had the courage to open
0: up. He totally turned on me. He totally turned on me and every fear that kept me from being honest with him came to fruition. Yeah. Of course I would never want
1: to do that again. Of course I would never want to do that again. I made a vow to not open up at that level with anyone. I made
0: a vow to not open up at that level with anyone,
1: and I'm staying with it, and I'm staying with it it's not safe, not safe it's actually extremely painful, it's extremely painful and scary
0: and super scary i do like yeah I felt in fear like my physical being felt in fear,
1: of course, yeah. I felt threatened in a very
0: real way. I felt threatened in a very real way.
1: And it was so scary. And it was
0: so scary.
1: I don't want and, ever. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Well, and what was super scary about it was, was that I thought he took it. Like, I thought he received it. And I thought that, you know, I knew him to be a person that has to absorb for a few days. So it wasn't at that moment. It was, like, three days later. And so, like, my guard was down. Uh-huh. I thought I thought we had made like this huge stride forward, and I, and it was literally like I was just this open, you know, <laughs> wall or whatever. Like I dropped yeah. this wall this wall down, and I was just like in this totally receiving space, and then he yeah. kicked me in the solar plexus when I least expected it, you know, kind of
1: thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, so I, go ahead, and sorry. I think it caused me to be like, oh my gosh, how did I let myself be open to that? Why why was I not anticipating that that was coming? Like and how my why didn't I have my guard that up and better anticipate that, that was gonna happen?
1: Yeah. Okay. Isn't, okay, this, given given the time, I really want to tell you, this is one of the, those core issues. I know that this goes all the way to your mom and things that happened in your childhood, but this particular one is one that really needs to be healed because with that on in your nervous system, and you can mm-hmm. still feel it,
0: can't you? Yeah, and I think I'm feeling, I, it's like I just have so many things like right now that, going on because he's getting ready to go on a fishing trip with my brother and ah. I, I I wanted to be like this person that was like okay you have your issues and I don't hate you but your issues and my issues I, you know they don't mesh obviously like we for whatever reason we we can't feel safe with each other because of our past baggage and I just don't feel safe with you and and I have to go, you know, because it wasn't the first time that this happened, it was like the fourth time that it happened in, you know, like the four or five year relationship that we had and but, you know, most of the, I think all of the four times it happened like in the last 12 or 18 months of our relationship and so I don't know if it's like I'm thinking more about it right now because I know he's getting ready to like spend the week with my most loved sibling, like, you know, my heart, my soul of my siblings. And yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be, like, this bigger person and say I don't hate him. And I know that he and my brother get along and they share this passion with each other and they have this plan. But, you know, there's also a part of me that feels like I want to tell my brother, like, don't go with him. Yeah. Well, like, he hurt me and you should not want to spend time with someone who hurt me.
1: So you feel disappointed or betrayed in a in a you know in a way by
0: your brother? I, I mean, I guess that's what it is. I mean, it's like I, I'm telling myself that's not what it is, but I just have some anxiety about them being together for a week too. Yeah. And, and I don't, you know, and I, I think both of them will be really because I know them so well will be really good at not bringing me up in conversation, <laughs> but. Right. Um, Yeah, but I I somewhat feel like I made good relationships with his siblings, and he he immediately told him you have no contact with her, and you know blocked me from Facebook and did all these things. Like he was the victim, and yet he's still friends with most of my family on Facebook and going on a fishing trip with my brother. And I I've not reached out to my family and asked for them to do that because. I want to be a bigger person than that.
1: Yeah. And Michaela, you were with him for four or five years, is that what you said? We were together for almost 5 years, yeah.
0: Wow.
1: Okay. So we definitely need to okay. This is this is this is really really good. Take a deep breath. How are you doing? Because do you see the depths of these and how how uncomfortable it is, right?
0: Yeah, it's uncomfortable, but I tell you, I mean, I'm just, I feel like I almost was like broke out in a little bit of a sweat and I felt really tingly and like, I don't know, like just like every place I was tapping like was more sensitive or tender. Yeah. Um, so I know something's happening. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I'm going to really encourage you to to do do two things. Are you when are you when are you traveling?
0: Um, I don't travel till next Thursday.
1: So you're um, you're going away when like this
0: I, I month? leave Thursday. I leave Thursday evening, and I don't come back to the following Thursday evening. I'm, and and so my first part of my trip, I'm going to San Francisco to run a half marathon with my daughter. That will be awesome. And um, and I, my sister-in-law and my nephew are flying in. So for four days, it's going to be loveliness. And then yeah. I fly to Las Vegas, and it's five days of like intense work. You know, thirteen, sixteen-hour days of work. Wow.
1: So when so, yeah. when are you? What, so okay, you're going to be in San Francisco from one to when?
0: One. Uh, the 28th through the 31st. And so okay. I mean, so I don't know are, where you, where are you going to be
1: next Wednesday?
0: Uh, next Monday, I'll be here. I'll be home.
1: Oh, okay. Because I'm thinking that it would be really important to have a session.
0: Okay. I'll, I'll go set up a session right now.
1: Yeah, let's do that. I
0: don't know what I have available, but,
1: um, yeah, I think that it would be really important to do that and get these, because you're going to have a much easier time and much better time connecting with everybody. So yeah. let me see. What, do I have something available in the calendar? Because otherwise I'll make it happen.
0: I okay, want like, Yeah. I haven't really logged into my computer yet today. Um, I can log into the app, though.
1: There you go. And what time is it for you right now? Is it ten? Ten AM or
0: Yeah, it is ten. Um okay. I just I save your um I saved it under your name. I saved the information of like where to go to your calendar um, mm-hmm. in an email and now I'm not finding the email. Um don't worry about it. I I'm trying to get
1: it but I'm, i I uh, I can look it up as well. So it's my internet is as well right now, of course. Can you do Wednesday at two PM?
0: Yeah, two PM my time or your time? I don't know. What time way. is it
1: for you right now?
0: It's ten. So it would be
1: it would be one p m your time,
0: okay, yeah, I can do that
1: okay okay, because i that would be great, okay, perfect, so two p m on um on the twenty seventh and if you have any time if you're going you know if you're going for a run or a walk or um you know driving and you can listen to these calls, that would be great
0: i yeah, I will listen to them again.
1: Okay, because I think that this is we're actually this is where we're starting to crack crack open some really important pieces for you. Both, you know what? Both this is about all of it. It's, it's not just your personal life; it's your professional life as a coach, because you're going to be a complete different level of uh, of a coach if you can really yourself can go deeper. Mm-hmm. And you already know that, right?
0: Yeah. I know it. I I just, I'm not sure how to get there, but I know it. And I know, Hmm. you know, everything that you're saying, it's like, you know, my mom is always telling me, just slow down, Michaela. Just take a moment to just enjoy the thing that you've got. And I always am just like, Mom, I just have a lot of energy. It's all right. And I don't really associate it with that I'm running from something.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: You know, so that makes a lot of sense to me.
1: Good. Yeah,
0: it's good. And you know what, Michaela? I have to
1: get to the huge news and a huge success is that even though you may not realize it, you're already doing it. These conversations conversations started being somewhat superficial and ended up in a very deep, very deep note. Can you see that?
0: Yeah, I can see that. There's my success (laughs) <laughs> they did a huge success and what what translates
1: into the truth is you have it in you. You totally, totally have it in you. It's just a fear that is blocking you, which makes a lot of sense. So when we release and address and heal that fear, then you have the choice. You can always be superficial when it's you know, when it's the most convenient thing to do. You know, you wanna have more superficial um, connections with someone like your boss who's unpredictable, you know, so taking care of yourself is huge, yeah
0: uh, yeah, but being able
1: to being able to yeah, choose, knowing where
0: right? knowing when to let people in and when not to let people in I guess exactly is
1: what is important is that you feel like you have a choice that you're not you know just completely closed and you just don't have
0: right, yeah, right.
1: Great. Well,
0: thank you so much.
1: You're very very welcome. I look forward to connecting then. Um sorry about this nice. Um,
0: and then I guess on the guy that you've put me, you know that you said that maybe we should partner up, I, I assume I'll know learn more about that from the video. So I can just look him up through that page and to connect with him.
1: Absolutely yes, yeah. And he I said he was gonna contact you, and so yeah, feel free to contact him. Send him a you know, send him a message. Figure out when you can connect. He's really great. He's really really okay, great.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, awesome. Well, thank you Wonderful. so much. Wonderful.
1: You're very welcome. Have a good and great weekend. You, you too. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye.